0: So, do you remember like this was maybe like a year ago, like when, um, when like COVID had been going for maybe like, um, six months or so, and everyone was getting really into TikTok and everyone was like working from home, but like working from home in a cute way, not working from home in a like, I'm afraid of death way. Yeah. Um, maybe like mid 2021, I think. Uh, and there was this like TikTok trend. Where these, like, usually white women Mm -hmm. would make these, like, videos of, like, you know, there's, like, what I eat in a day. Well, they were doing, like, what I do in a day working for a tech company. Uh, And they would, like, have their, like, laptops open by the pool, like, with their, like, bestie, like, having blown to a different country for funsies, I guess. So many people went to Mexico City. Yes, (laughs) Um, like they're like, I travel during work while working remotely and like, um, here's what I do between meetings and they're just like having a vacation, you know? Um, And like, it was a huge thing. Like there were like a lot of people making these videos um, or them in like really fancy hotels, you know, paid for by their company or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like torn between like, I wish that were me, and mm-hmm. like, what, like, what is your job? Yeah, you know? you're just responding to emails while in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> it was ruining your, your company laptop. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were like, man, I should have been a marketing girly. What mm-hmm. the hell? Like, what do you do all day? Uh, and recently there was like, um, you know, like a news post of, uh, like mass layoffs at these types of companies, these like tech companies with a lot of like bloat of like mm-hmm. people who maybe didn't have to do in the day. Because for a while that was like the only job, like yes. those were the only jobs available. Like if you were not going into tech, mm-hmm. you were going into unemployment. <laughs> yes. Um, and so... Uh, people were posting on Twitter, like, oh my God, who could have guessed the people who were blogging about not having anything to do all day got laid off? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All the girlies who were showing them going to the yoga studio at their fucking tech company now are getting tired. <laughs> Who would, they're going in at 3 p.m. to go work out in the middle of the day and now they're getting fired? Oh my God. Maybe you should, you had a good thing going. You should have kept that to your damn self. Here's the thing, like, I think a lot of people who um have a job where it's like they could do it in an office or they could do it at home, have not so much to do. You know, you've got an eight hour work day. I would say most people that I knew from college probably only have like four hours max that they actually have to do work during the day. Yeah. And then the rest is like pretending to work. And that's, that's cool and fine and dope and uh, a sleigh for you. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone though, like don't say it publicly that you don't actually have to do any work for your job. Yeah. And I can say this because you don't know my real name, people out there. That's my job. I do max. I can like do all of my work in one to two hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then I just fuck off and go lay down or do whatever else I need to do for the day. Go to the gym, what have you. I'm not working eight hours a day. I'm unless I have the one day a week I have to go in the office and work eight hours. You know, I've cleaned out my emails enough times. There's nothing left for me to uh, to delete you know, I'm doing the crossword on my desk. <laughs> you know, I'm fr- fucking trying to I'm just looking up random shit on Nexus, making random fucking legal searches that have nothing to do with my job <laughs> because I'm bored. Like those are the days where I have to pretend I'm doing something. But otherwise, when I'm working from home, I can finish all of my calls because I have to do a lot of calls within an hour if I'm like hurrying these elderly people off the phone because they'll sit and talk to you forever if they Oh can. my God, never be on the phone with somebody who is over the age of like 70. No, because they, they, they're happy to talk to you and I'm not happy to talk to them. Like the feeling is not mutual, Brenda. No, please describe to me in the most succinct details possible the legal issue you are facing so that I can tell you We don't handle that. And I can give you the phone number for someone who does. And then I can never talk to you again. They'll they'll be like, you know, and the other day, and did I tell you about my cousin? Because she... She had something similar happen at her house and she came to give me a pie last week and it was a great pie. It was a cherry pie. I really like cherries. Um, She, you know, she grows them herself. That is exactly <laughs> my experience. There was this one woman before I got really good at getting people off the phone quickly, before I got really good at the, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I don't mean to be rude, but I have a meeting coming up. It's like, like two twenty. What meeting could I have to be running to? It's it's 212. Do I have a meeting at 215? What kind of meeting is that? No, I don't have a meeting to go to. Obviously, I don't have a meeting to go to. It's a weird time. But before I got really good at that, there was this one woman I used to talk to is helping her. She had a legitimate legal issue. She was actually my client. I was helping her. And I had to like mentally prepare myself before I called her because it was going to be at least an hour. Every time it was going to be at least an hour, if not more But I didn't mind talking to her because she was fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. She was fucking crazy. And she would tell me all these stories about how one time, (laughs) one time she was like, you know how you need to protect yourself? Take your purse, okay? And put a a tube sock in it. (laughs) Fill that tube sock with nickels. (laughs) Because I know you probably don't carry a gun. That's fine. You probably shouldn't. But nickel sock. (laughs) I guess you have to put some. (laughs) she was like one time you know when i was younger i was around your age i was a young mom i was walking down the street and some guy starts tapping me on the shoulders trying to hit on me so i reach into my purse (laughs) and i backhand him with my nickel sock and i'll tell you I never heard from that motherfucker again. It's like, and the police aren't going to help you. Based, based client. So the police aren't going to help you. So you need something that you can use to defend yourself, but you don't want a legit weapon on you, okay? Because then you might get caught up for that. It's like, but a sock full of nickels. Hey, I'm just trying to do my laundry, okay? I was just taking my my nickel sock to the laundromat so I can do my clothes if anyone gives you a hard time about it. So that's the story of how I started carrying a sock full of nickels in my purse. And it's honestly the perfect crime because, <laughs> <laughs> because how is somebody going to prove that you hit them with a sock full of nickel? Right? like Because all you have to do is take the nickels out of the sock. Yeah. Go where? The where's go- the weapon in my purse? Look through it. Please. Please, <laughs> officer. Search me. <laughs> search me, bitch. And then you'll get nickel socked too.
1: One, two.
0: In the L podcast, as always, we are your hosts. I'm Ray. I'm joined with my beautiful, beautiful host, Jay. That's me. That is you. And um, I had a pretty uneventful week, I'll say. Um, I guess I have like a light L. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the lightest of L's. So my dad, for a lot of you know, this has been in and out of the hospital. He's been sick. He had to get surgery. Blah blah blah. They gave him and look, okay, I told you the story of how I had to help him use the bathroom and mm-hmm. my nightmare scenario there. Um uh he had been really shaky the past couple weeks and he started like struggling to speak which makes no sense cuz his problem was gastrointestinal and this is he's not that old he's in his early 60s like mm-hmm. my dad's not an old man who would be losing his mind yeah. he would needed to have had one before to lose it <laughs> um and that's not i love my dad to death he's an oblivious man okay <laughs> but it was like weird. Like he couldn't remember people's names. Like couldn't remember my name when he was trying to introduce me to the nurse. At one point he couldn't feed himself. So my mom's freaking out. I'm freaking out. So she starts looking up all the medications he's on and she finds one. It's called Lavaquin. It's an antibiotic. Now, when you Google Lavaquin, some of the first results will be Lavaquin lawsuit. Hmm? Lavaquin class action because this drug should be illegal. It should be illegal. It is an antibiotic that has shown to cause severe nerve damage, like tremors and a loss of cognitive function in the people it's given to. Other things it does causes gastrointestinal problems. So why the fuck was this given to my dad after he had colon surgery is beyond me. But so my mom starts making a stink about it. And I mean, you know, I have a lot of respect for what nurses do, but I also am able to recognize that all the worst people I knew in high school are now nurses. Yes. OK, the worst human beings who should not they came into school drinking orange juice and eating hot Cheetos. They should not be in charge of taking <laughs> care of other people. Sorry, I'll say it. A lot of good, a lot of good nurses, a lot of people. <laughs> so there is literally like it has such a high turnover rate and one of the number one reasons that nurses give for leaving the job is being bullied, bullied by, by other nurses. nurses. It's insane. What the fuck is going on in your profession? Um so my mom's like trying to get the nurses to give a shit. She's like this isn't normal and they're like I mean he seems fine. Which like my dad is like shaking like he's having an exorcism, okay? <laughs> He doesn't look normal. He couldn't feed himself. After colon surgery, it makes no sense. Um, so she finds this Lavaquin drug is like a huge problem. So she's, she's fucking hounding them about it. And in the dead of night, without telling anybody, the doctor took him off the medicine. Now my mom is proactive and a bitch. So she noticed and the doctor came in and was like, oh, your husband looks much better today. My mom, he was, she was like, yeah, I wonder what that could be. My mom looked at the doctor and she's like, it's because you took him off that demon drug. <laughs> it's because you took away the drug that multi, there's a multi-million dollar lawsuit for. And the doctor was like, oh, hmm, could be. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you goddamn bitch. You fucking bitch. Um, but then the nurses come back in. The nurses have been relentlessly telling my mom, your husband's fine. Your husband's fine. So they're in the corner of the hospital room whispering to each other. And One of them says, under her breath, she says to the other nurse, she says, they should have recalled that drug a long time ago. And my mom, <laughs> my mom being nosy and wanting them to know that she's being nosy, just chimes into their conversation. Yeah, you're right. It should have been recalled a long time ago. <laughs> um... So, yeah, I guess that's been going on. And then my dad has been moved to a rehabilitation room. He's been doing a lot better there. Still, my mom is fighting with these nurses. She calls me. She's like, can we sue? I was like, we don't have money to sue. Mm -hmm. You don't got lawsuit money. Are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? You're counting down the days till dad qualifies for Medicare. You got lawsuit money? (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, you can't sue. All you can do is make those nurses' lives hell. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my L, I guess. He's getting better, though, so it's got a happy ending. An L and a dub. An L and a dub. Um, my L is about Lower Wacker Drive, okay? Worst mm-hmm. place in the city. Evil road. For anyone who can't imagine it, the scenes in the Dark Knight movies. Yes. The it's f- the Batcave. Yeah, it's where, no, I mean, it's literally where they filmed. Okay, which is the second one. Um, The, uh, the, the, the dark night when they're chasing. Uh, oh, fuck. They're going in that truck underground. Mm. And that is Lower Wacker Drive. They filmed it on Lower Wacker. Anyway, sorry. It's, it's If you've ever imagined getting lost in one of those multi-level parking garages. That's what Lower Wacker Where <laughs> there's no sign of sun and you can't find the exit. And you're pretty sure you're going to be trapped for the rest of your life. That is what Lower Wacker is like. that the is like an endless yeah. tunnel. That episode of Seinfeld where they can't remember where they park the car and they're stuck in the parking garage at the mall for multiple hours. That's Lower Wacker Drive. Yes, that's Lower Wacker Drive. And I cat sit, right? And there's one client that I cat sit for who lives kind of downtown. He lives in this apartment Uh, this like high rise that's like, um, yeah, he's on like the 40th floor. Um, He lives in this apartment downtown and it's fine to get there from my house or to go somewhere else from there. But the other day I went to pick up keys from him um, before I went to work. And I thought, okay, well, since I'm downtown... Let me just take the train from here um, and I can just, you know, basically go my usual route to work. Mm -hmm. I just take the train from like the main train station rather than taking it from the stop that I normally take it from. Uh, And so I try to get to uh, the train station downtown now from this man's apartment. It's it's telling the driver, the Uber driver to go on lower Wacker drive. And when I called this Uber, my ETA, I was supposed to get there at 314. I'm thinking, oh, I have time to like sort of walk around, see if there's any like restaurants open, maybe grab some food before work um, and then get on this train because the train doesn't leave until like 330 something. Um, And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 15 minutes early. You know, it'll be it'll be cute. Um, I get in this I get in this Uber. We got. Lost on Lower Wacker Drive for 20 minutes. I missed the train. I was, I had to call another Uber from the train station to go to work, which is in a different town. Mm -hmm. I was 30 minutes late to work and the Uber was $40. You know how much taking the train costs? $5. (laughs) (laughs) dollars i Livid, and the the driver because I could have warned him like oh don't take Lower Wacker it will not get us there in time yeah. like you can take any route you want except that it's trip. not even just traffic on Lower it's Whacker. not traffic it's just it, it it's confuses so you confusing and it your Wi Fi you, and your and your, <laughs> your your GPS will cut out halfway through um and it's impossible to find where to get out of Lower Wacker you can get in just fine easy enough to find where lower Wacker, is. you will not return no you will not get out of you there won't live there now and <laughs> your gps is no longer helpful to you so if you don't know how, where you're getting out you're fucked yeah uh so i i like i had a feeling we got a, we were in lower wacker i could see him like struggling with his gps but he didn't speak english and so i was like there's nothing I can do to impress upon this man that I'm trying to catch a train and I'm actually on a very time sensitive journey right now. Mm -hmm. And I do not have time for us to get lost on lower wacker drive. But instead I had to pay for an Uber. That was just a waste of time because if I knew I had to go from this, this guy's apartment directly to work, I would have just fucking done that. Yeah. I would have just fucking done that. We could have gotten on the expressway from downtown and gone all the way up. Nope. Instead I have to take a useless Uber and then I'm further away from work because I went, I, you know, took a route to go take the train. And then I had to, I had to pay to get an Uber directly to work anyway. I was so furious. And then my boss was annoyed um, and like looks at me weird What I when I come in like, oh, what happened? And I was like, um, well... Mm-hmm. Um, my, my Uber driver got lost on lower Wacker drive and I missed the train. So I had to take another very expensive Uber all the way to work. Um, and she, her response was like, Oh, well maybe don't cat sit downtown. I was like, you freak! That was not the problem. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, um, yeah, I was late. It had nothing to do with me. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like furious. Um, but it was fine. Uh, you know, I. Um, this was on like Friday, I think. So I made it to work, um, and it was it was a it was a it was an L that turned into a W. I mean, it was a pretty good night. I made a fuck ton of money that day. So ultimately. It was fine, but, like, it was just, I was so mad because um calling an Uber from the train to, like, for a a, a ride that was going to be, like, an hour long and was going to take the Uber, like, out of Chicago, er- every bitch in town was denying that ride. Yeah. It literally took an additional 10 minutes for somebody to accept the ride and actually, like, come pick me up. So. yeah, fucking sucks. I was mad as hell. <laughs> yeah, I would be, too. And fuck your boss for being a piece of shit about it. I'm i'm like i'm not you you know that i live the furthest from every bitch in here nobody at this job lives further away than me so if i walk in late trust that there's a reason yeah like it's not for funsies i didn't wake up late if i woke up late i would be an hour late to work (laughs) i don't live close enough for it to be an unplanned mission okay speaking of you know fuck people Fuck Mr. Beast. I'm just gonna- I'm gonna play this little clip for you, and then I'm gonna talk about it. I've never heard of this. So for anyone who doesn't know, Mr. Beast is a YouTuber that is exceptionally rich and gives people money. That's like- His brand is very hard to describe. I have no idea how this man got famous. Yeah. (laughs) I really have no idea. We're hearing a thousand people's
1: blindness. It's gonna be crazy.
0: Most of us see the world like this. So that was a clear image of a mountain and a drone taking a photo of a private island. So I don't see the world like that. (laughs) But anyway, here's the thing: 200 million people see the world like this. So that's a blurred picture of the same (laughs) thing. But I just made it one less. Oh.
2: Wow. She's just one of a thousand blind people we help from around the world. They can't see, but we have all the technology to fix it.
1: Yep. Half of all the blindness in the world is people who need a 10 minute surgery. Crazy. Yeah.
0: So he, I really, um, I hate Mr. Beast for a myriad of reasons, but like, but this just takes the fucking cake. So for anyone also he did like a, um, a, well not Hunger Games, um, Squid Games video where he like gave the winner a bunch of money or something, but they were like competing in like the actual squid games. Weren't they like all influencers though? That I don't know. I thought it was like, you know, people he knew personally. I have no idea. But, um, so for this video, he found people who have cataracts and need a 10 minute operation that would make them able to see. A lot of people in this country cannot afford that surgery and their insurance won't cover it. If they even have insurance And then he took all the credit. Did you notice he said, I made this person able to see? No, you didn't. You're not a surgeon. (laughs) You didn't do any fucking surgery. And then he has the audacity to add that little line about like, you know, most people who cannot see would be able to see if they just had this quick 10 minute surgery without mentioning why. Without bothering to take a couple more seconds just to say, you know, and it's because of the fucked up healthcare system we have in this country. Mm-hmm. So he's been getting a lot of shit for this, but then there's also been a lot of people like coming to his defense. Well, because there's Mr. Beast Bros that are like, you know, um, you can't be happy that he did a good thing for people. Yeah. So here's one: a rich YouTuber with loads uh more money than he will ever need actually gives back in all his videos, and people still find a way to complain because it's fucked up. Because it's fucked up. He's sensationalizing these people for money. He's not doing this for free. (laughs) He's making money on this video where he's giving away money. He's literally making money on these people's human suffering and then not at all addressing the needless suffering that they are facing, just saying, you know, most of these people would be able to just fix it with this 10-minute surgery. Yeah, why not, though? Why can't they? Talk about why they can't. What's the barrier preventing them from accessing this quick, easy surgery? <laughs> Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> because Mr. Beast has all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beast has all the money. doing to can get healthcare. But I want to know, how do you apply for Mr. Beast's insurance plan? <laughs> like, I got an MRI I need to do on my foot. Cause that bitch is definitely still broken, it hurts all the time. Uh, and I can't afford it, so Mr. Beast, <laughs> you started walking on it too soon. <laughs> no, no. Mr. Beast, please. I will let you sensationalize my stress fracture <laughs> for money. Okay, you can make it. Mr. A- Beast cures an influencer's broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> I will let you take credit for it. No, no, there's something so deeply insidious about like finding people who are needlessly suffering and then taking the credit. For helping this limited amount of people access something that is inaccessible to them because of a systemic barrier. I know this isn't a politics show, but it just makes me so angry. It just mm. makes me. And then to have all these people who are like, oh, you want to get mad at the one rich guy who's doing good shit with this money? He's not. It's literally his job. Like his brand is doing this. This is how he's making the money. Yeah. I will say I got he he was selling on GoPuff like these fucking chocolates or these cookies or not something. The Mr. Beast Burger, not the Mr. Beast Burger. You can get those from those like, you know, those outposts that they're not restaurants, but they sell a bunch of different kind of foods. Yeah, he, you can buy them there. I heard they suck. I got his cookie terrible. <laughs> it was not good. I hated every bite of it. It sucked dick. And it's not just because I hate him. I bought it. And it was terrible. (laughs) You gave the Mr. Beast bucks. (laughs) I did. I gave Mr. Beast my bucks for the cookie because I was curious and it was bad. I was hoping I would like it. It was not good. It was like dry. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn, I put more money in his pocket and I got a bad cookie. Right? Fucking hell. Should have just went to crumble (laughs) cookie. But he's done videos where he's like, I put this guy in solitary confinement and give him $10,000 a day and see how long he lasts. Like, what's next? The most dangerous game? (laughs) Mr. Beast finds 12 homeless people to hunt through the woods. If he doesn't shoot them in the head point blank, then they get a million dollars and a brand new home. But if he kills them, if they die in the game, they die in real life and it's over. But what do they have to live for anyway? They're homeless. Let's see how this goes. And then it has like six billion views and they are all from children. (laughs) And like, here's the thing, I think you could find people who would sign on to do that. Like who would who would volunteer, like you could explain to them, like you have to let this YouTuber on you for sport. And if you don't die within 24 hours, he'll give you a million dollars. <laughs> I might sign it. on for that. <laughs> I might sign on for that. I think I can avoid Mr. Beast. <laughs> I think if I climb high enough, I can stay away from Mr. Beast for 24 hours and I can make it. Okay. I need to to know the layout of the land. I'm, you know what? I blend in with the surroundings. My skin is dark enough. I can blend in with the leaves. It would be racist if he kills you. I would wear dark clothing. (laughs) Just like if he catches up to you, just be like, bro, you can't shoot me. That's fucking racist, dude. It's going to be racist if you kill me. You just can't have that on your hands. All right. No, there's like, and I hate that I probably just gave him an idea for his next video, but it'll be like paintball guns or something. Most dangerous game where he has a paintball gun. And if he shoots you with the paintball, then boom, you're out. But if he doesn't shoot, and it's fucked. He's literally taking advantage of people to make money, but making it seem like charity. And also like the need, the need to record your charity and needlessly, repeatedly take credit for it. I cured a thousand people's blindness. No, you didn't. Mr. beast in there with the scalpel. Yeah. He's fucking dissecting the eye or whatever it is. They do in cataract surgery. I don't know. It's fucked. You're fucked up. Are you going to pay for all these people's aftercare? Are you going to pay for their, you know, reoccurring health costs after the surgery? I know you're not. I don't need to watch the video to know that. But, like, Mr. Beast would be like, you know, I have I have a wheelchair user, you know, come into my house, and, and I keep them there for, for 12 days. And each day, if they take another step, they get another million dollars. Let's see how far we can get this person who's paralyzed from the waist down to walk. And people would be like, oh, my God, he's, he's helping, helping out the disabled. He's such a savior. <laughs> he's teaching this man to walk again. <laughs> That's who Mr. Beast is in my mind, in my head, Can and I hate him so much. There's like a million like Mr. Beast, like copycat channels that do basically the same concept, but like obviously have smaller budgets. And some of them do the whole like... um, I like I drop myself off in the world with one dollar, and I have to make it into a hundred thousand uh, dollars in one month. I trade this paperclip for a house. <laughs> I hate those TikToks so much. No, you didn't, you liar. You did not trade a paperclip for a house. And then it's like, and then it's like by by day three, they're like, anyway, my friend let me stay at the hotel that he works at. Yeah. Those videos are so annoying. I remember on Twitter, there was this account that everyone was ganging up on because he was like, you know, if I had no money and was living on the streets within six months, I could have my own apartment. I was like, you have no idea how the world works. You have, he was like, I would just take advantage of homeless shelters and then the programs they offer to help people find jobs. I'm like, Oh, you don't know. You don't know that there's wait lists for shelters. But even if that were the case and even if they did get in, it's like, okay, you you're talking about you are somebody who has a CV yeah. that could qualify you for many jobs at entry level if you had to take entry level. Like, if you had to downgrade where your career is now, you could qualify for a million jobs. A lot of these people don't have access to their paperwork anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The other problem with that, though, is those programs to get people employment are so limited. Mm -hmm. And the wait lists are like years long. In Chicago, it's a two year long wait list. A two year long wait list. And if you are not somebody who is a mother with children, you're a single man, you're Mm -hmm. not getting in any shelters. (laughs) You think they're taking your ass into the shelter? Your type is the ones causing all the rapes. They're not letting your ass anywhere (laughs) near that shelter. Like, I have to work a lot with people, clients who, you know, are homeless or have been homeless or are living in shelters. Like, you can't just apply for a job and list a homeless shelter on your resume. They're going to Google that address and they're going to call you back and say, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, it's like a lot of people are. And and the other the other thing, too, that like people don't Um, I think I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I bet a billionaire could go to a third world country oh, with $10 and be a millionaire within two years or something like that. And it's like, no, they're going to use their knowledge that they have a business to work this. Like, And it's like, okay, first off, realistically, no, they will not. No. Second, even if I do entertain the theory that they could do this, if they did, it would be because of their experience in exploitation. Uh, and using the, uh, you know, leveraging being in an area with a corrupt government. Yeah. Like, do I, do I imagine that they have no morals and have no qualms with using other people to get what they want? Sure. Maybe they could do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's possible. If they, if luck is in their favor. Okay. But it's not for any good reason. It's not because they have a a brilliant business acumen. I think the other thing these people fail to realize is that like business people are business people are good at business because of who they know it's not they don't have some like innate business knowledge that they're utilizing they know people yeah they have connections that's how you make a business that's how you get a job every job for most people every job they've ever had is because they they know somebody yeah i mean that's really it but i do love that tweet because it reminds me of that would you rather take a million dollars or a dinner with Jay-Z? And all the people were like, I'd rather take the dinner with Jay-Z because the knowledge I learned from Jay-Z in that dinner is going to be way more worth way more than a million dollars. It's like, it's like Girl, ain't up. telling you anything worth a million dollars. You know? I promise you. Uh-oh. Okay. But speaking of, of knowledge, I do have some, we have a podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I want to talk about some of the knowledge that's being disseminated by podcast bros. Particularly business tactics. This one, I laughed so hard for, I watched this. I have not seen it. It's so good, bro. So this is some business knowledge coming to you from whatever Elevate Basics podcast. I feel elevated already. Oh, good.
1: Okay,
2: 300 dudes. Everybody nets a million dollars a year, which is super easy to do. Now you have a network.
0: 300 dudes. Who knows 300 dudes, first of all? You're creating a network with 300 guys who are all making a million dollars a year. Apparently, super easy Mm -hmm. to do. Despite the fact that the average income in the United Uh States is under (laughs) $50,000 So the median income. The crazy thing is like, I just, I really wanna know like who, where you have to be in your life and like who you have to be to like, have this much audacity and to have this mindset. Because like, here's the thing, I live in a major city and half of the time I work for rich people. Yeah. I still don't know anybody who's making a, a million dollars a year and three hundred. I literally live in a major city where there's like really nice property here. Mm-hmm. Like feasibly there are people who live in Chicago who make this much money and more. I don't know any of them, how do you? <laughs> a million dollars a year.
2: Work that's worth $300 million in its first year. How powerful is that next year it's worth 600 in 10 years you have a three billion dollar network that's with no appreciation of assets it's just
0: it's also with no overhead costs no taxation apparently <laughs> and they're all contributing a hundred percent to this yeah network and, and they have fabulous network they have spent zero dollars of that money to <laughs> get 600 million the next year I also like that you know 300 people not that not even that you just know 300 people that you know 300 people that you can control them them. yeah I can control that they're contributing a million dollars to this I don't I like you said we live in a major city I know six people on a good day I know six people and I don't trust all six of those people to put money into a pot not fucking take some for themselves here's the thing like and it doesn't really matter how rich or poor you are like People are, you come across a need, you'd take money. Yeah. Anybody would. <laughs> Anybody would.
2: Your income generated. Tell me that's not possible. Now, that, dude, I'm teaching
0: That's not possible. people
2: here. You're, how you can build syndicates that are powerful and everybody can still own like a percentage. You start building trusts and shares and holdings companies. How do you think the rich people operate? They, they're operating in this banner. Okay, everybody.
0: No. No, they're not. What is he even saying?
1: The, I idea like literally-
0: that, the idea that rich people are making money by coming together as a group and all equally... Con- that's literally the opposite of how to make money. That is how to get defrauded by your friends, one on Is he, like, imagining they're all putting money together to, like, invest? I guess so. He's talking about putting them in trusts and shit. Share- which, first of all, putting them in a trust... That doesn't... Do you know what a trust is? That doesn't do shit for you, bro. <laughs> that's not how much what, what do you think a trust is <laughs> you're giving financial advice they
2: putting a hundred million dollars in this fund let's grow it together let's do some business deals Let's do whatever mm-hmm. and they start moving money that way you need to be able to move in, in a group because when you're with a lot of people you can multiply a lot quicker so people need to find the network that they trust the people that they trust and nfts can be a gateway to that <laughs>
0: I did not expect the landing i didn't either when i watched it the first time i was like very shocked by that one um this one also shocked me so this is not financial advice i don't think this is um maybe it's financial can't really remember this is conservative podcasters okay are you willing to admit as a conservative that if you think so much of what you are taught in history is a liberal lie which it is are you maybe willing to extend that same standard to MLK? That's all I'm asking. So FBI counteragent Carl Prussian wrote in a sworn affidavit to Congress, I further swear and attest that Martin Luther King Jr. was always set forth as the individual to whom communists should look and rally around, hereby also state that Martin Luther King Jr. has either been a member of or wittingly has accepted support from over 60 communist fronts, individuals, and or
2: organizations. for Luther King was in support of reparations, affirmative action. He was also in support of racial quotas in the workforce. Basically anything that can think of in terms of the racialist policies that we see now he
0: would have gone on to support i think they're i just need to stop right there you know who else was in favor of racial quotas in the workforce the supreme court of the united states Mm -hmm. which i could hardly describe as a liberal organization Mm -hmm. part of their The, the woke mob the woke mob part of what they did was say yes if you are a company that has systemically discriminated against certain groups of people particularly black people you should use a racial quota system to ensure that you are not continuing that discrimination. They did the same thing with schools after Brown v. Ward. Like the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court that said, you know, it's probably fine to discriminate against black people. Slavery, cool. <laughs> that Supreme Court. There are far more great Americans deserving of a federal holiday than the adulterous, communist, anti-American troublemaker known as MLK. That's all I'm saying. This was posted on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Troublemaker? Like, what's the trouble he made? I like the (laughs) idea. Yeah, right? What The quality? The quality. I like that they uh, are talking about, oh, don't believe liberal lies. But you know who you should believe? The FBI. You know who's trustworthy? The CIA. <laughs> Good institution that has never been the victim, or has never been found like guilty of lying. Spreading misinformation. Spreading misinformation. I also love that um, the person who is saying all of this is an Asian man. I'm yeah. like, I'm like I don't know if you want to go into how the uh, the people you're talking to felt about Your population of people in the 1950s and 60s, but maybe you should look into it.
1: Asian
0: girls, you're my Asian girl. Okay, if you are a patron, you will know what I'm saying. If you don't subscribe Subscribe to to the Patreon, Patreon. okay, I got one more podcaster. Um, This is a man who is wearing, he's on a podcast called Tonight's Conversation. He's wearing a shirt that says i heart feminine black women he's black for context for anyone listening not watching so it's not as bad as if he was a white guy wearing that shirt oh god it's
3: still not good though i'm gonna say that i heart feminine black women i think younger women tend to be more impressionable i think older women you know, in my experience, you 30, 33, 35, the experiences that you have at that point is just, you know, a little bit too much for me. And, I, and you know, I, I really think in some cases you really can't teach an old dog the trick. So I prefer, you know. Listen, if a man ever refers to me as an
0: old dog, <laughs> I'm killing him. I'm slitting his throat with the box cutter like <laughs> Gus Fring on Breaking Bad. OK, I'm watching you bleed out to death. Old dog. I'm <laughs> 30. At 30, you're an old dog.
3: <laughs> My women to be of uh, the younger variety. If a woman wants to respect you and give you the the respect to lead and be her partner, why do you need to be, why do you need to have that level of power over her if you're not trying to manipulate someone? See, it's not power. It's it's impressionable. I've never seen a successful partnership where the <laughs> other person wouldn't allow themselves to be impressed upon.
0: Now, what the fuck does that mean? It sounds a whole lot like manipulation. <laughs> so like I don't understand this model um like people people say shit like this all the time but I'm like so you don't really want to have a partnership because clearly you are 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 a member of the Leonardo DiCaprio school of Of dating of dating because uh women get older yeah (laughs) say you date a 19 year old now she ain't gonna be 19 forever Eventually, she'll hit 25 and you'll have to, you know, like Leonardo, dump her ass. (laughs) You'll have to break it off for another impressionable youth because once she's an old dog, what are you going to (laughs) do? Can't teach her new tricks.
3: If if I'm a person and I got. You are not.
1: (laughs) I'm a person.
3: Vision. I got a plan. I got a whole program. I would think that the person that wants to be with me is willing to learn and willing to adopt some of the ways of, even some of the principles that I have. That's not impressionable. Impressionable is basically getting someone to do what you want them to do because they're easily swayed and easily persuaded to do what you want them to do. Who said that? Did you make that up? Well, I like when, when you with when you actually. when you hire
0: someone, <laughs> the other guy is like, you know, what? I don't want this smoke, so I agree with her. Mm-hmm. She's
3: right. <laughs> You're weird. Buddy, <laughs> right, you look for somebody that's impressionable. But why would I it, listen? Wait, so even, even train to- them. So you can, when you hire somebody, you're about to train them now. And that's why you want them impressionable.
0: (laughs) the podcasts are not okay. Just this one. This one's fine. (laughs) Not not these people, but our podcast is okay. (laughs) Only stream our podcast. I mean, what the fuck is that? The fact that you felt comfortable saying, I date younger women because I want to control those bitches. People, People say too much online really they do um every year I trust men even less (laughs) to be honest because every year you'd be hearing some shit about somebody getting killed or somebody will say something openly on the podcast and they will say it with the their full chest as if it's not even controversial yeah they'll be like they say it like it should be common knowledge that they want like people under the, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be worried about it. I'm too old for these people anyway. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I'm an already, old dog. I have already aged out of all of the weird corny ass men on the internet. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. La- speaking of weird people on the internet, this is the woman actually. And I love her. I saw this video this morning. This is a Twitch streamer. She's wearing like a sports bra and spandex. Um, and <laughs> she's like got a whiteboard behind her where she has drawn cat, dog, and some other like little cartoon creatures. Um, and she's sitting in like a gamer chair holding what looks to be like beef jerky. I think it's a fan. Oh, okay. So, like one of those like flip yeah, out fans that open up. Yeah, and she's just like, I guess, talking to the chat. Yeah, And her little thing in the corner says, boyfriends, 14 out of 30. I guess that's probably a sub goal.
4: They're entertaining, but just sitting and reading child's boring. Play a game or react. I hope that you get ran over.
0: <laughs> I love, I love the cadence of her voice because it's like she's like those people in class where you would pray to God the teacher wouldn't call on them to read out loud because, because they read like they're like they've just learned how to talk. It's you know that she has no regard for punctuation. That she's going to breeze through a period or a comma. <laughs> That she's not going to understand where to start and stop with the words. And I love those people.
4: <laughs> I in a, in a game, of course, like, you know, the Warthogs and Halo. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired of you ugly chatters. Like, I'm actually annoyed. Play a game. Do I look like a bitch that plays a game? You got me fucked up. Just shut up. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it today. Like, I literally, I got fucking AIDS from all the chatters. We
0: were on the Patreon only episode talking about what it was like to be in 2007. This is what it was like. Everybody's saying they got AIDS from something completely unrelated to how one gets AIDS. Yeah. Oh, bro, the thing you just said gave me AIDS, bro. <laughs> Dude, that movie totally gave me AIDS. Man, it's so fucked up.
4: <laughs> like, chatters that I thought were not mentally retarded. But-,
0: but it is so 2007 to not just say retarded, but to say mentally retarded. <laughs> to add the word mentally there is a different era. Because you know... She doesn't mean it with malice in her heart somehow. Yeah. It's like, she's like, well, I want to I wanna specify. I do not mean physically. <laughs> she's like, I want to specify. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but look at them be full mentally retarded. Yes, you're in a secret lab share with- Okay, can I just say one thing? If you're a man and you use the frowny crying face, you're gay.
0: Okay. She's so real for that. She's so real for that. She's right. You are gay. You're gay. If you're a man and you send anyone the monkey emoji with the hands over the eyes, you're gay. <laughs> derogatory. Gay derogatory. You have feelings, and I hate that. <laughs> no, I mean obviously you I'm... can have feelings. You cannot use emojis do to not, describe them. not express your. It, that's just not. Women are not gay for doing it, but they do suck. Don't send me an emoji to express your your feelings, please. I only want to see bottoms using emojis. Yeah. That's it. Only the the uh, bottom emoji. Only the bottom emoji. You only know, you know what I'm talking
4: about. Uh, ooh! Yeah, that emoji. Like, I've always felt like that. Like, men aren't supposed to really feel like sad. Like, back in the war days, you used to have to kill people. Why the fuck are you sad? Like, I'm the emotional one. Why the fuck are you crying?
0: She's so real for that man.
4: Back I in the war days, the way that she
0: says, "I'm the emotional one with the most monotone voice I've ever heard." She's never felt an emotion in her life, except rage, except for being angry. That's rage. True. That oh my god, you looked at another girl. Yeah. I saw you in homeroom. I. I want to be clear. This girl's not in high school. She just reminds me of everyone I went to high school with. Um, in like the truest way. And those people were my friends. So <laughs> I feel she has not progressed past that point. No, I mean, it's the way that you know that she's working really hard to remember the next word that she's going to say. <laughs> but simultaneously, there's not a thought in her head. Like I, this is how one talks when there's no thoughts in their head, but there still needs to be a sentence. Yeah. (laughs) You got to put in all that effort to string together some words in a way that maybe makes sense. (laughs) Speaking without having thoughts is really difficult. I respect her because you can't cancel this kind of person because she will not understand. She won't get it. (laughs) Like, what did she do that was wrong? She won't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're mad at her for saying the R word. What she just She's like? Just what? Why? Is that? What's the R word? <laughs> like, I don't understand what you're saying. It's like you can't say retarded. Why? What they were being? They were, were t- being retarded. <laughs> Maybe if they weren't, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't say that gave me AIDS, but it did. Like they were being so annoying. She's so valid. I love that she, they literally plucked this woman. It. It's also her eyebrows, something about her look. They plucked her out of mm-hmm. 2007 and put her in 2022, and she doesn't deserve, or 2023, she doesn't deserve the smoke. No. She doesn't know what year it is. <laughs> she just woke up from cry sleep. She just woke up from cry- cry of sleep. You can't hold this against her. <laughs> she doesn't understand the shift in the culture, okay? You got to give her some time. Also, though, I will say, this woman, she clearly doesn't have that many viewers. If she only has 14 subs on Twitch, she doesn't have that many viewers, so how did yeah, blue blue find- check talking about her? Yeah, how did you even find this video? How did you fucking find this video? Um, anyway, she's my favorite person. I'm gonna go sub to her. So it's just one more boyfriend. <laughs> Speaking of women, um, oh. there was a woman controversy recently. So um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but there there was a TikTok video of basically this woman who she had like set up the camera to like i guess film her gym routine i don't know if she was live streaming or she was doing form checking so mm-hmm. she was recording herself so that she could look at her form okay um so she she was like recording herself and like she was preparing to like um lift um uh, i think it was like a i don't know it was like one of those str- like straight bar where you load the like plates onto it um, uh, the first one she was doing squat thrust. Okay. Yeah. So she had her yeah. shoulders on the bench. She was getting ready to like, do or not squat thrust, excuse me. And, hip thrusts. and she, she, she posts she ends up posting it on TikTok because in the background of the video, there's like another person at the gym. Um, and he's like, he like looks over at her like twice. Um, and then at the end of the video, he comes over and asks if she wants help, like loading the plates onto the bar. Um, and she says, no, I'm fine. I'm, I don't need your help. Um, and he like walks away. Um, and so she, she does like the zoomer editing where she like puts like her like thoughts in writing on the screen. And she she, says that he's being really feral or something. No, she says she's going absolutely feral because he's looking at her and she's like, I absolutely hate being sexualized in public. Um, you know, I, and after he talks to her, Um, she's also muttering to herself while during the, like, uh, the beginning part of the video where he glances over at her. She's like, she's like talking the whole time. Um, she's like making these little statements about like being annoyed, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, when he walks away, uh, the, the text says like, um, (laughs) we should like, castrate all men who who like approach women at the gym. I want to like rip his nuts out. This is why I don't want to have kids. Um, you know, I'm like so mad, et cetera, et cetera. And so, because she posted this on TikTok, um, it started a little bit of a discourse. <laughs> the worst discourse I've seen in a long time. One of the worst discourses where, wherein uh, everyone involved is like annoying. You know, where you're like, um, you know, because my position on, and I don't know your position on this, but my position on this is always like, well, a lot of people do live in fear of being approached to the gym. I live in fear of being approached at a gym for an entirely different reason, because I think everyone is looking at me and is going to come over and tell me my form is wrong um, and offer to help me, which an experience of which I would find mortifying. Um, and I don't want, I don't want to be embarrassed in public, um, Some people live in fear of being hit on at the gym because they're attractive. uh, And that's fair and valid. However, um, the reaction in this video was a little bit extreme. Oh, yeah. Because to be honest with you, I would also look at a bitch crazy if she were muttering to herself while pointing an obvious camera that is... Capturing me in the background as well, yeah, I'd be like, What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like what are you saying? You freak <laughs> like it's and so it's like some people were pointing out like, um, you know, yeah, if you're filming in the gym, actually it's you that's breaking the social contract, yeah, and sometimes people are gonna wonder what's going on, okay, and like uh, also in this particular situation, he offered to help her and then she said no. And he left. Right. Yeah. No actual hitting on was going on. Um, she interpreted his glance as a sexual. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Um, and, but, and like offering to help, probably there was an ulterior motive. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately he didn't ask her out. He didn't give her a compliment. He didn't say shit. He just, uh, offered to help, got rejected, and walked away. Um, and if he had come back, I'm sure she would have recorded that, too. Yeah. So that's all we have on this particular video. Uh, so I'm just going to assume that's all that happened. Yeah. But then the second video came out. So there's two women lifting at the gym, and this guy walks behind them, and he obviously looks at her ass. I'm sorry. He transparently looks at her butt as he's going by. Yeah. And then he does a second pass-through and looks again, very obvious. I think he also meant he says something to another guy who he's like personal training for. Yeah. And then the girl whips around and looks at him and he like looks down in shame and walks away. Like and everyone because that video came out right after this one, everyone was just sort of bringing the same because I agree. The first video, I don't think anything wrong happened, but the response was so deeply misogynistic because the first video. And I want to say, I think those were two different people, right? Yes, they were two different. Yeah. People. Um, but the first video got picked to shreds because the people, the, the person who it is, is like a, an influencer, I think. Yeah. Um, she does like make content online and she happens to have an OnlyFans. She doesn't. That was a lie. Is it? It was a fake OnlyFans for huh? her and they were like, oh, so you're fine with being sexualized. But even if it had been her. Yeah. It still like was an. Invalid point. Basically people thought they found her only fans and we're saying we're like posting tweets where she said she despises being sexualized. And then another another um photo of like a fan house account. Her fan house is cosplay, though. It's not even sex content. But they claimed she had an OnlyFans. It was fake. Someone made a photo that showed an OnlyFans account for her. It wasn't real. Mm -hmm. And then they just lost their minds. They were like, bitches are pretending that they're getting hit on at the gym. Yeah. You can only sexualize a woman if you're paying for a which Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. yeah. If somebody is saying you can sexualize me as long as you're paying, that's valid. Because they are now performing a service for you that they have consented to. In real life, you can't just pick and choose which women you would like to uh, sexualize in public. Yeah, (laughs) That's kind of how the social contract works, actually. So much of the discourse, though, is like, oh, well, if women don't want to get looked at, they should stay home. What? What? I have to stay home (laughs) because you can't control your gaze. Lower your gaze, brother, what the (laughs) fuck? My brother in Christ, lower your gaze rather than shame your neighbor. Like (laughs) for the love of God, you can't control. And so much of it was bullshit. And this is just right on the heels of a video where a woman was recording her form and she was actually being hit on relentlessly by a guy who was married who was married and that he was not letting go. He was like continuing to hit on her for like 15 minutes. And these people still have the audacity to say, oh, it's women just are just throwing their bodies in people's faces at the gym. And they think, oh, if you look at me, then, you know, uh, uh, you're an irredeemable creep, but no one's actually trying to look at you. I have on two separate occasions, caught people recording my ass while I was squatting in the mirror. I have caught them recording me. One of the times I was 16 and he was an adult and I had to get the fucking people who work there to come down and take his phone away and delete the video. Like this getting hit on at the gym isn't. It's, it's a real phenomenon. Like people were using the like blatant overreaction in one of these videos to act like, as though it doesn't happen, or if it does, it's fine. Yeah. And like, here's the thing, for some people, it's okay. It's one of those things where it's like, socially, it's, it's hard to say, but you have to always be prepared for the fact that some people are not going to want to be hit on at the gym. Yeah, Other people, you hit on at the gym, if they find you attractive, maybe they want it to happen. I've seen influencers make videos where it was like, actually, I've always been fine with people coming up to me at the gym, and that's fair and valid. Like, if you, if you don't go out much and you actually have to meet people wherever you go, sure, yeah. I imagine that person exists, yeah. Um, but it's like you—you're insane if you think you can just like flirt with whoever you want in any situation possible. That's like the whole. Um, that reminds me of the debate of like. Can you um, can you hit on somebody while they're working, like while they're at work? Yeah. You know, like, can you hit on somebody who's like your retail worker or your server or like somebody who's performing a service for you in some way or another? Um, And like, again, the answer is nuanced. It's like, well, this person can't get away from you, but if you're going to be respectful about it and just leave if it doesn't go well then cool, fine. If you're gonna stalk them, no. (laughs) I'm one of the people who, even if my headphones die at the gym, I leave them on because if anyone talks to me, I'm gonna kill myself. (laughs) I'm going to bludgeon myself with a weight until I die in front of them if they talk to me (laughs) for any reason. Like, please do not speak to me. I'm not there to make friends. One of the things that happens to me a lot because when I'm working out, I'm usually wearing a tank top or whatever, people will come up to talk to me about my tattoos. Which doesn't really happen otherwise. I mean, I guess in the summer, if I'm wearing short sleeves or if Mm -hmm. I'm wearing a tank top or whatever. But the place that it happens the most is the gym. Mm -hmm. And I'll see them looking at my tattoos. And I'll be like, don't say anything. Don't fucking come up to me. Don't fucking say anything to me. I don't care that you think my tattoos are cool. Like, I don't need you to come up and talk to me about it. Unfortunately, you have uh, male interests and your arms are telling people that uh, maybe we have something in common, me and this girl at the gym. Yeah. Um. I see that you have uh, Star Wars tattoos. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan myself. <laughs> Sometimes people will come up to me and start showing me their tattoos after they compliment mine. And I'm like, listen, I don't care. I didn't come here to look at your tattoos, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just trying to finish my workout. So please, I'm not even going to take my headphones off to hear what you have to say. That should be sign number one. You say, oh, I like your tattoos and I can vaguely hear it. I'll be like, oh, thanks. I won't even really look at you. Go away. I don't want to talk. I don't care if you're a man or a woman or an NB. I don't want, I don't give a shit that you think my tattoos are cool. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. One thing that happens a lot In the summertime, if I'm out at the bar or whatever, people will come up and touch my arm. No. They will just grab my arm and touch my tattoos to tell me how cool they are. Straight to jail. Straight to prison. You can't just touch people. What the fuck is that? Straight to hell. (laughs) You can't grab my arm, you freak. You will not see the pearly gates. (laughs) They're expecting it to wipe off on their hand. It's real, bitch. And these fists are going to be real when they connect with your throat. If If you don't get your hands off me in one millisecond, I swear to God. Finish the Lord of the Rings sleeve and then you will be an impossible magnet. Oh my God. (laughs) That's my nightmare, bro. I cannot, like you have to wear like, um, like a sheer sleeves that, that like cover them mm-hmm. while you work out. So people can't tell what they are. I've been working out in hoodies lately, so it hasn't really been a problem. And I like, I get that some people really like to go to the gym in like nice gym clothes or whatever. I'd be going in sweatpants <laughs> and a hoodie. I don't want, I don't want anybody to look at me and I'm not going to the gym to impress a goddamn soul. I don't want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. I'm looking homeless when I walk into the gym. <laughs> My hair is in the nastiest, messiest, gnarled ponytail you've ever seen. Not, it, I if I look like when I'm at the gym, someone who wouldn't be able to identify <laughs> mascara. I look like I look like somebody who might be a boy. <laughs> I am hiding myself <laughs> when I don't want to be approached. I make sure I look the ugliest I have been in a while. Yeah. And it's like, I I was, I mentioned to you like maybe a year ago, there's nothing like the fear that I feel when somebody hits on me when I'm like dressed nasty, you know, like I'm not wearing anything fancy. I've probably got a coat on. And somebody honks at me. I'm like, how did you even identify my gender? Yeah. I genuinely do not know. It's winter (laughs) in Chicago. I'm wearing my mom's 2X parka. Hood (laughs) up. Mask on. You can see nothing but my eyes. How did you know? (laughs) I could have been a boy. I could easily be a boy. My hair is under the hood. (laughs) I might still be a boy. (laughs) Like then, there's like a chill runs through me. I'm like, oh my god, nowhere is safe. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> um, but like, they can, they can, they have a sixth sense for these things. Yeah. They can, they can smell me like a dog. It's the pheromones. <laughs> they said, ooh, that's an old dog. Let's see if I can teach you some it's new, new tricks. tricks. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon if you're not yet. We just put out a bonus episode. For all the patrons, it's really good. Make sure you check that out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at taking the Out Yes, yes.